This episode of The Graphics Profiles is sponsored by the NBM Show Breakaway Sessions. Session number two, Start Here, takes place on Wednesday, June 24th, and registration is free. If you're new to the business or looking to expand into related graphics markets, this online event is for you. So go to thenbmshow.com for more information. That is the N as in national, B as in business, M as in media, show.com for more information. Hey everyone, and thank you for joining me on the second episode of the Graphics Profiles. I'm your host, David McNeil, and you're listening to the business-centric podcast that helps you get better at wraps, signage, engraving, screen printing, all things graphics related. We are releasing new episodes every second and fourth Tuesday of the month, but rather than penciling that into your calendar, why don't you head on over to SoundCloud and hit that follow button. And if you're digging this podcast, spread the word. We're here to help keep you up on the latest trends in the industry, so be sure to hit that follow button. It really helps us out. With that said, I want to talk about our very special guest today. His profile appears in the premiere issue of Graphics Pro Magazine, so please be sure to check that out. He is none other than Tom Lorman from Keysville, New York. As you know, New York has been deeply impacted by the pandemic, and although Lorman's embroidery, engraving, and screen printing is not directly in the city, the one-stop shop is still feeling the impact, as are many event-centric businesses right now. But Lorman took some time to share with us some new strategies they've adapted, new products, and new processes that they'll be investing in well into 2021. So without further ado, let's get into it. Well, uh, Tom Lorman, thank you so much for being on our show. Um, you are a name in the industry, like a big, recognizable name. And you have been part of this industry since, I think, what, like 1979? 1979. Man. Um, okay, so you have seen a lot over the decades. Uh, you mentioned how deeply this pandemic has impacted your business you know, tell me how you've modified your structure. Well, I mean, the first thing is, is my first thought process was to keep my employees safe. So even before the first mandate, we uh, made a plan to send my workers home. Before they gave the idea of furlough and coming to save us, we decided that we would pay our employees time off, make sure we saw what was happening. I never once thought it was going to be this far reaching. So it was definitely preemptive, but uh, being a small business, there's just no way I could continue uh, supporting everybody without trying to find substance. And and how many employees did you have? We have eight. We had 18 people when we started, and we got 11 people working now. A little. We got some cyber workers. We got some people who had physical problems who couldn't work. I have a lot of employees that have worked with me for a decade or more. A few that have 15 years or more. And they have, uh, you know, lung issues, breathing issues, some other things. And those are the, those are the readers. And this, this pandemic is you keep them away from everybody. So right. reaching out to them, knowing where their support was needed, if they needed help, if they needed money loaned to them or some other way uh, or pay, collect a, a vacation, uh, any of those things before we knew what was going to happen. So, I mean, the biggest thing modifying our structure was first, it was me sitting on a phone 
sending everybody home, coming up here at my regular time, which usually is about 4 a.m. in the morning. Wow. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> sitting here balancing myself and wondering, what am I going to do now? So our change in our modified structure uh, was to think about what we could do with our physical assets, how we could be helpful, what we could do to change our product array. So the first thing I saw was face covers. Mm -hmm. Our governor, Cuomo, decided you needed to cover your mouth and your nose. Mm -hmm. You could put a sock on your face. You could put a bandana on your face. So we followed suit and we took a nice fabric and we used our laser machines. We started off taking uh, misprinted shirts, laying them on a big flat table and laser engraving them. But the yield wasn't enough because there was a definite need. So we were getting a good one side, but if I was to take a regular shirt, I could get 12 cut patterns out of a double extra large. But if the backside had a print on it, it was scratchy on your face. So you were taking that time and only getting half the shirts. So eventually after I did some immediately for emergency needs, I ordered, you know, fabric or even I was using a next level N6210 shirt, which I love the fabric and it's a soft, Mm -hmm. low pill because you don't want that in your mouth. And uh, we cut those and we did, uh, I think we're about up to 11 or 12,000 cut face masks, which are again, handed out the door. I mean, curb service, uh, bringing out six shirts. But I do think that uh, digital printing, the wrapping, the temporary wallpaper, the marking of, you know, do not enter, we're closed to the public, uh, Mm, curbside mm. service, direction signs, all those things are the booming end. And if I can control them and do them, now you're looking at field corrupts might take a second because people want to say thank you to their graduates. They want to tell their kindergartner, uh, great job because you're not going to have that ceremony. The sixth grader moving up to middle school. Right. All those things are real important. And that's what we're busy doing right now. So Right. And and I'm glad you brought up like, you know, the fact of like signage and um at this time you know, signage is going to be how we can communicate and stay in touch with people from a distance. Like it, it, the digital printing, I mean, all of that is going to be really important. Um, you know, I think in the net, what, probably next year or two easily. I'm, I'm going to say at least through 2021, yeah. you know, they're going to ask you to be, there's going to be no more walking into a crowded bar room and hugging and kissing everyone. Uh, yeah, you know, not for I a while. Gonna, yeah. I think you're going to see. You're not even going to see, they're telling you elbow bumps are bad now, you know? <laughs> so you're going to nod your head. Uh, yeah. I tried to make a, I tried to make a mask with an opening so you could see your face. You know what I mean? Mm. So you could see your mouth. So if you could lip read, you knew someone was talking because some people don't hear very well. Yeah. So this way, you know, your lips are moving and you hope they can see you. I didn't even think about that. That's so true. I mean, they're just, and it's changing you. People are getting depressed because they're not seeing their face move. They're not seeing their yes. smile. They're not seeing, everyone looks, everyone looks angry. I mean, before this, you couldn't go into a bank with a hood. Well, and that's the thing. I don't even want to like, not, I'm not bringing it back, but I'm mentioning the word, you know, Tyra Banks coined it, uh, smizing. It's yeah. smiling yeah. with your eyes. Well, I mean, you have to, you better find a way to put a glisten in there, but I'll tell you what we've done. Yeah. Is we actually came up with something. We came up with one of our, our, our full print processes. We actually make a mask that you can put your own face on it. 
so it like transfers your face with a smile. Oh, ironically, I guess David Letterman just had one the other night. Oh, really? David Letterman did one. It? He said one of his friends made him one, and he wore one. Oh my god! And his was like mine because I'm a full bearded guy. So when I made mine, I looked like a wolf man. Uh huh. So basically, you can put your face on it, and rather than cover your face, you can wear it. So put a <laughs> smile on your face. Put a poly wrap on it. You kind of look a little better. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's like one of the evolutionary. I'm calling it poly face covers. So hopefully I, I copyright it. I might have to put an order in for one of those. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds great. Hey again, taking a quick break to give a special thanks to our sponsor for this episode, the NBM Show Breakaway Sessions. Don't forget that the next online session called Start Here is June 24th for all of you interested in finding a new profit center or building a new business. Just go to thenbmshow.com to find out more and to register for free. The question of how do we modify our business? We changed our product array. We reduced our employee staff. Uh, we'd stopped access to our facility. Absolutely. Uh, nobody coming in, mm-hmm. uh, no visitors, no deliveries, you know, desanitized parcels and packages. Um, we had to change our, our structure for our right to know and our safety program uh, now to include COVID-19 protocol. You know, uh, what do you do? Who's working? Right. Uh, are, are they safe and healthy? You know, all those types of things. And even how you handled something, you can't handle it all the time and just hand it to somebody. So we had to take it to a sanitized station, had to, you know, spray it with Clorox, leave it out to air, access how long it could dwell on there if someone had COVID-19, those types of things. So it was a lot to go on in a short period of time. Yeah. And that's something you're keeping customers like aware of through you know, your website and Facebook, right? I mean, you're, you're moving further from brick and mortar, like people coming in and saying, Hey, I need this, this, this to making it a bit more of an online experience with curbside service, right? Absolutely. I mean, uh, doing uh, at cost mailing, uh, we've invested thousands of dollars in, uh, website changes and, alterations and time to take photos and trying to get it up that way. Uh, I mean, it's, I see companies doing it, but most of those companies doing it have a digital department and their digital department mm-hmm. stagnant and they're home working. Right. But I'm working and delivering product on, on curbside and working on some other ends. And I got some great partners. Yeah. And and on that note, um, you know, one thing you were mentioning that's going to be very important I, I think honestly was important before the pandemic, but is now almost like crucial is communication and rebranding. You know, what, what advice can you kind of give to the other businesses out there on that note? Well, I mean, I think people are going to have to know your change. You know, they're going to have to know where you're at and what you're changing, what you've evolutionized to. I mean, I've given my staff uh, guidance to say, we're not looking to hard sell anybody. Yeah. When you do make a phone call or you make a contact with someone or they reach out to you first is how are you doing? Are you safe? Are you healthy? You know, you're looking at long-term arrangements. Uh, 
I mean, you're talking our customers generally are 10 to 12 to 13 to 14 years working with us. We've outlived them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we know that we want to keep them forever uh, and use, uh, I guess, a, uh, uh, you know, a very ethical approach that they know where you are. And if there's a challenge, not just to say no, but to say, here it is. So I think they do need to know where those are. They need to get away from brick and mortar. I think they do need to know that there's got to be a way to safely collect the money, not hand in cash through a window, you know, mm-hmm. not uh, even if you lost two or 3%. I mean, it's a pittance combined to what could be created if we have a spike in this pandemic after we open again. Right. Uh, and we go back to closure. I mean, it would be devastating if we take a step backwards. I think we're gonna. Yeah. A little. Yeah. But I hope we don't. I hope we can get through it and and uh, go from there. But I think people right. are going to have to be able to be seen without words. I think they're going to have to, when they come to your place, yeah. they're going to have to have a clear, concise, like, where do I park? Do I enter this building? Do I stand here? Do I honk the horn? Do I call? Right. Do I text and email them that I'm here? Uh, how do I reach them? Uh, those are all things that I think people are going to have to have to do even on a national market. I mean, uh, they want it to be able to be clicked through. You got to have safe shopping carts. You know, um, I think that's where the world is going to be. It is uh, changing. You know, it's the new norm. Yeah. I don't want to be new normal. Yeah. It's, it's what you're going to have to do. Right. And, and this is the time to beef up, you know, what processes you have, learn more, communicate better, communicate stronger with more clarity. Um, This is the time to do it because the next year or so is a little uncertain. But if you have that clear communication of what you can offer, how you offer it, it's just going to speak, speak to the customer in a, in a grand way. I absolutely agree. Uh, And, uh, and prosper later. I mean, you got to put prosper prosperity uh, on the back shelf right now. It's just a matter of existence, plugging away, uh, exhaustive uh, use of your uh, your assets stay relevant. And I think we've done that. If you follow us on Facebook, if you follow us on our website, I mean, as a person, I mean, we're doing a charity food table. I mean, we're donating items out. And none of those are things that are going to make you uh, a, a billionaire for certain, but they are going to make you remembered they're going to make people feel good about you and and talk about you and put that trending in to say, hey, that guy's not such an SOB. He does good <laughs> things for us. That's kind of the hope, you know? Yeah. Well, Tom, thank you so much. And, uh, you know, stay safe out there. Hey, thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. Stay safe, friend. Big thanks to Tom Lorman. Again, that was fantastic. Very insightful. All right, everyone. Thanks again for listening. Please be sure to follow us on SoundCloud and share this podcast with other entrepreneurs like yourselves or people curious about getting into the industry. We will be up on Apple Podcasts soon. And in the meantime, we want to hear from you. Um, Are there any tips and tricks you've wanted to learn? Is there an issue you keep running into? We can help. Sending your questions to me, 
David McNeil. You'll find my email address, you know, somewhere there in the notes below. Um, don't worry, I won't be the ones answering those questions, but we will have professionals come on the show to give you some guidance. So send over your questions. We are happy to help. Um, that's it for me. Stay tuned for the next episode, which is going to be available June 9th. Bye for now.